Yeah. It's a big game. Who you know that got it behind the scenes like behind the O-line soon as the QB say hype. <laughs> it's big game, game, big game, game, game. Analysis from the player's point of view. Injuries, big trades, player news. Yeah. Sect the competition and he played with Tony Dungy. Better listen, I'm talking about Big Game Sports Buzz. Said everything you need and more. Yeah. Big Game Sports Buzz. I thought I told you once before. We call him Big Game James. Yeah. Big Game James. Big Game James. What we call Big Game James. Word. Big Game Sports Buzz. Said everything you need and more. So tune in. Tune in. We got we got the live uh, tag now, so what's going on? Yes, sir. Right. Welcome, 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 y'all. It's your boy, Big Game James. Big Game Buzz Season Three Pilot Episode is kicking off. I got my man J Stogs in the house. Jabari, break it down for me one time. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. What's up? I'm J Stogs. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. Avid sports fan. Play a little ball here and there. You know. Did a little something here and there, but I'm so, so, so happy to be here. A fanatic is what I am of all sports, football, basketball, baseball, cricket, NASCAR. We can do it all. I'm ready to go. Big game, James. Let's get it, bro. I mean, you know, all I just learned about cricket this summer, and I'm not trying to I really did, man. They're putting it in at a curriculum at the school I work at right now. But anybody that don't know about me, man, I'm Big Game James. Uh, James Canada, former defensive tackle for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Indianapolis Colts. And I am an avid sports fan. I love getting on here speaking my mind. A point of view uh, to, to the people from um, a lot of people know what's going on in sports, but you don't always know what's going on behind the doors and in the locker room. I'm going to bring you that perspective. And when you think something like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happens, I'll give you the yeah, can. It happened like this, and I want to say this. They ain't going to say it in the paper, but they're going to say it to you in the locker room. This is what you will hear, and you're going to get the 100% truth from me every single time I bring it to you. Um, retired, like I said, NFL player. I am now a school teacher and – uh, I love podcasts and I love blogging and I got a chance to, to meet up with Jay and we hit it off right off the bat and we realized that we had something that we had to put together for everyone that I, you know, it's n- nothing that I needed to do by myself or should do by myself. So, um, so, so that's what it is, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we here bring you the 100% truth inside to what's going on. And tonight we are going to kick off NFL talk division Winners, who we think is gonna win every division in the NFL? Why Cam Newton, who has the best chance of landing him, or should he be picked up at all? Is he a liability? Is he gonna help some ball game win a super? We shall see. And also, the COVID 19 vaccine, we have to talk about it at the end of the day. The NFL is a moneymaker, and COVID wants to derail some of that. We're gonna see how the NFL uh, takes all this on. All that and more coming to you live into right now. 
Um, or I kind of broke it down to where we will go with the NFC West first. Uh, Jay, you know, that division to me for so long has been dominated by the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, two years ago, the San Francisco 49ers won the division and went and lost in the Super Bowl to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, everyone believes that the Rams are going to be the new up-and-coming team in that division. And, you know, what is Kyler Murray? Cardinals fit in this division. Um, you know, I know what my take is, but I'm very interested to see and hear what you think about uh about the M- man, NFC West, probably the best division in all of NFL. Let's just call it what it is. But here's the thing: who's gonna win it? Really, it's up for grabs because they all could win. It really could. I'm really interested to see if I was to say who's going to win the NFC West. Oh, man. I actually think uh, Seattle. And the reason why I say Seattle is you don't really know what's going on with San Fran in that quarterback situation. Who's going to start? How's Garoppolo going to come back? You know, you really don't know what's going on there. Kyler Murray, I know he's, you know, he, hey, look, he's a beast. But I still got to see what he's got, man. You know. like kid, I, I I just I'm just I'm just not in on him yet. I just can't do it. You know what I'm saying? And then Matthew Stafford, bro. It's Matthew Stafford. It's Matthew Stafford. It's Matthew Stafford. They got a got great you. defense. The defense. Man. I think that there's only maybe one other defense better than theirs. And we'll get to that division. But okay. that offense, I, I I don't know, I don't know what to make of it, man, because it's still Matthew Stafford. So you're basically sitting up here telling me that them getting rid of Jerry Goff and bringing in Matthew Stafford was not an upgrade at all? Not at all. Then it just kind of swapped the same. Matthew Stafford is older than Jerry Goff. And so you would think, okay, well, the experience would be better, but the experience with what? I mean, I, you had Megatron in Detroit, and what did you do? I mean, right. dude, I just – I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. I can't trust him yet. I, I mean, I totally understand that, and I can't argue with you at all on that. But um, me looking at this, uh, looking at this division, I'm still wondering what are the Seattle Seahawks doing to help Russell uh, Wilson get any better. It's, I feel like he he makes his team go. Yeah. They parts on defense, but yet then they never really address uh, the offense. Now, DJ Metcalf is a monster, and he came in and showed that he can he can go. The running game has been up and down. Like I said, they got old on defense, and when they had to revamp, that's what really caused the demise of that team. So uh, when I look at that, I don't like Seattle for the number one spot in this division, and it, it really surprised me when I was looking at it and had to think about it. Even though Matthew Stafford is the quarterback, of the Los Angeles Rams. It's Matthew Stafford. I picked the Rams to be the team to beat in that division. Wow. I really think it's the Rams, the then the 49ers, and then the Cardinals. They're just too young. Kyler Murray can do a lot of great things. I still think there's more work that needs to be before they become a good team and a good enough team to sneak up on someone in that division. Um, the 49ers. Quarterback troubles. Uh, Jimmy D doesn't believe in himself anymore. What can Trey Lance? Is he going to be the man? Is he going to come in? Is 
Is he going to win the whole thing for them? How long is it going to take him to get there? They do have a great defense that should be healthy enough this year to maybe give them a chance to sneak up and win that division. But but I, the offense, the quarterback questions, that's why I say for the third-place team, Seattle, uh, Russell Wilson alone makes them a contender to win that division. But I, I give the Rams defense this one. I think that the uh, Los Angeles Rams wins the NFC West, man. Man. Oof. All right. That's a head scratcher. But yeah, hey, that's how we starting it off. I like it. It is a hair rub for me. I ain't got no hair scratch. But it's just, you know, a little wax. I, that, that's just kind of how I put it. And I may yeah. be wrong. I've been wrong before. I've been I've been wrong a lot in life. But at the same time. Well, this is the first show, Jay. Don't don't be wrong yet, man. Get, get yeah, well, well, I'll put it like this. We won't, we won't know for a while if I'm right or wrong. We won't but, know. We'll, we'll know by mid-season. And let everyone know if I'm wrong. It's all hey, good. Look, we'll know. We'll know by week eight, around week seven, yeah. week eight. We will know. We'll know. All right. So staying with the West, I'm looking at the AFC West. And the front runner off the bat, I know everyone's odds is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. But that division, you think about it, Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Broncos, and the Las Vegas Raiders. That still sounds crazy in my head every time I say it. It doesn't sound right to me. I have to practice that before I get on to do any kind of show because I never – Las Vegas does not – Raiders and Las Vegas don't go together to me, especially being a guy that played his high school ball in the Bay Area. It's, I want to say Oakland all day, every day. Yeah. But, it's you know, <laughs> out of the AFC West, man, looking at it, yeah, you like and 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 why do you like that team? I mean, until somebody in the AFC can dethrone the champs, the two-time champs, it's still gonna be KC for me. It is is it's just gonna be KC for me. Um, the Raiders, they still have issues. Gruden doesn't know if he likes Carr or not. Carr doesn't really know if he wants to be there, if he really wants to be a quarterback or what. You know, and then you have the Chargers. He's a second-year player. I can't, I can't do it for a second-year quarterback. It's very rare that you see a second-year quarterback go to the mountaintop and win it all. He's nice, but let's see what he looks like when people actually start scheming for him, and they know what he does. And they know his tendencies. Right. That's the whole thing with that. And Broncos, man, it's you got John Elway, who's like your president who's considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, that quarterback situation since he's taken over has just been trash. Hey, you know what's funny, though? Great, All great players don't make great executives. That's what a lot of people don't realize. <laughs> he was a beast on the field. But yeah. some of his making, well, I'll take it all the way back. What's the uh, big tall kid they got out of uh, Memphis back in the day? Was it Paxton Lynch was his name, I think? Yeah. Sixth quarterback out of Memphis? Yeah. And they did all that off of one year, knowing that they needed a total, total. Not, no, 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 no. I think that it wasn't Paxton Lynch. It was uh, Brock Oswald. The other tall. Oh, oh. State. Oh, yes, sir. So yeah, I think Paxton Lynch was a Tampa Bay guy first. We're not gonna talk about that though. We messed up. <laughs> it's okay though. Something like that happened. But either way, we won't talk about the Broncos because you know John Elway is, is a good dude. He was a hell of a football player, but some of the decisions he's made, I'm just like, yo. I need to apply for a general manager job. They give it away like that. Damn. Hey. I make them mistake, bro. <laughs> hey, look, I go can't... ahead and apply so I can be your assistant. Right. You know, we we good. We got it, man. I know we just mad. We could, you know, we could do this. <laughs> but yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, you know, you're a great player, greatest 
this, that, and the other. But when it comes to getting in that seat, right, it's it's, it's totally different now. So right. I don't know what's going on with them. Hopefully they can, because I've always liked that rivalry between the Chiefs and the Broncos. Uh, and the AFC West have always had great rivalries, but it just doesn't seem like it's a rivalry anymore. Yeah. I, I, I haven't liked the Raiders since they let Khalil Mack go. I, they, they, that whole move pissed me off, man. Like, you had one of the best pass rushers to play in the modern-day NFL, and you let him go. And then I've never believed in John Gruden. I never played for him. You know, I mm-hmm. played for Coach Dungey pretty much my whole career. Right. And the accolades and everything he's been praised with and he's gotten, I think still came to me off of a team that was put together by a Buccaneers staff Coached by Tony and the whole defense was put together. And they had the offense to finally get over the hump that one year. But it was – I've never been the biggest Gruden fan in the world. Like, it's I get to, Yeah, I get to work at 3 o'clock in the morning. You get to work too early. You don't have to get to work that early to be good. Just because you get there early don't mean that you're doing it right. Um, So I'm not I'm not sold on the Raiders. Right. I want the Raiders to be better than what they are. You know what I'm saying? But it still drives me crazy about them. Um, I'm with you. Until someone that throws – I think you have to put Kansas City Chiefs at the top of that uh, AFC West division. And believe it or not, though, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert, the second-year quarterback in the Chargers, and saying if they can get uh, any bit of a run game with Keenan Allen, uh, wide receiver core, Mike Williams, that core of receivers that he has, mm-hmm. that's not a bad offense at all. Um, they can go. They can get after it. I got them second. I got the Broncos third just because – and that's probably Raider, and I messed that up. I really did looking at it. I think Broncos should be last. Raiders should be third over them. Raiders has a little bit more of established defense. Um, R has shown that he can lead that team to the playoffs before. And um, what's the – I can't, man, my brain just blanked on me. But the, the young tight end that they have, that, you know, he's a heck of a story. He said that he was, uh, you know, two oh. years ago. Uh, anyway, I, I like them. I like what they do. The Broncos being as young as they are on defense and having to go between Teddy Bridgewater and Andrew Locke to to be their quarterbacks, I still think both of those guys are serviceable NFL pros. I just don't know if they're that guy. You know, they're not that sexy car that you go to the dealership, the Lamborghini, the Ferrari. They're they're good Ford Taurus or Ford Fusion that can get you to and from work every single day and you won't break down. That's kind of how I see, you know, that quarterback situation. Yeah, I, I think even even of the conference, man. So well, yeah. That's something yeah. That's but yeah, it's you know, unfortunately Teddy Bridgewater, who I've always thought was uh more than a decent quarterback, has been passed around like a two dollar, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and it's unfortunate because he's never really had, I think, his 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 uh his just due. To, to be in that seat. So hopefully knee, he can win knee, out. I think the knee think, injury things for him. If he would have got hurt in Minnesota, I think that he's an established quarterback there that he could be the quarterback that they, you know, they wanted. I just think that that knee injury, horrific knee injury, messed things up. And Teddy hasn't treated the same by the rest of the NFL since then. Um, I mean, I know I said for a fusion, he's serviceable. I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. Um for being that smaller, undersized quarterback, but time it just it's so many other pieces that they know they need to put together. I mean, they did go get wide receiver help two years ago. Uh, they did a better job of addressing needs in the draft this year. 
So I think Denver's going to be better, but I just don't see them being able to compete. And I don't know why. I just think the Chargers are going to sneak up on people this year. And that might be totally crazy, but I, but I really believe that they're the second best team because of Justin Herbert. I think that's fair, though. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Especially because of the way Denver and and I say I was about to say it, Las Vegas, they crumbled at the yeah, I was about to say it. The second half of the season, man, it was just like implosion city. I don't know what happened, but yeah, man. And in Denver, their defense has to get better as far as staying healthy throughout the season as well. They they gotta get some major pieces back. Um that can play throughout the season. And, you know, maybe, maybe they can be that third, you know, that real solid third spot move up. But Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, hey, let's keep things going. And this yeah. next division here is one that I know you love all so much because you happen to be wearing a shirt of a team that's in this division. Hey. Right. The NFC East which was known as the NFC least last year. Why are you doing that? Oh, man. Why are you doing that, BJ? Why are you doing that, man? I mean, think about it, dog. Think about it. Real, I mean, I won't stay on it long. We're going to let the pass be the pass. But you had a team with a losing bracket go to the playoffs in that division. Come on, man. How bad? And now we're not going to talk about the issues that they had last year because this is now. This but, is the, now. but you have to admit that the this NFC East, it's was like watching the whack yeah. in the Sunbelt Conference playing the national championship game. Wow. That's what I said. I said the whack I in the Sunbelt playing the I national heard, championship I hear you yeah. talking about the Western Athletic Conference. I hear you talking about them. You know, that's <laughs> – But all, oh, man, it's all, tough. all jokes aside, and I, I look at this division and – Right off the rip, true. Yeah, I'm going to say this as much as it pains me. A healthy Dak Prescott, Cowboys win the division hands down, not even close. No one else is even worth talking about in that division to me. Am I te- if I'm if I'm wrong, tell me this because Washington football until you get a mascot, I can't even take you serious until you get a mascot. But that that defense, that that defense is amazing. But other than that. You got a guy with the name of Heineke as your quarterback, I think it is. I, I want to say Heineken every time I see it. I just – that's the only other team that I think that is worth talking about in that division. But yeah. I won't I won't slight the fans and I won't people. So I will, I will go through my picks and my choices and I'll go four to one just so we can talk about what I think. And you tell me if I'm wrong, and I can't wait to hear you chime in on this because one thing – that all my ain't know, I don't give the Cowboys a lot of compliments at all. They have to earn them for me. I'm here. They have to earn them. So, last place, the New York Football Giants. And some people want to say I'm crazy. They made changes in the offseason. They made some coaching changes. Uh, Judge, he's a good coach. Yes, he is. Is he going in the right direction? Maybe. But him and Mark Colombo got in a fight last year on the football field. So, something still wasn't right. Um, I don't know if it was a power struggle. What it was, I know that was the past and it's gone, but that says something to me still about your leader. If he's going to get in a fist fight with an offensive line coach at practice on the sideline and for, for the media had to get kicked out real quick, did not see the butt whipping go on. Uh, they said, you know, Colombo, a big boy, man. He like 6'8", 300. Is, yeah, former uh, Dallas uh, yeah. offensive line. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, real quick, the New York football giants to name 
I mean, Saquon Barkley is amazing. I really wish that he was on a different football team. I just don't – him coming off the knee injury, um, still going to be tough for them. I got – and I don't believe in – I don't believe Daniel Jones believes in himself. Hmm. I think that he has talent, but I don't know if he believes in himself to be that guy to lead a team in that type of environment, that type of city to get them to the promised land. So I got the New York football giants in the fourth spot in uh, the NFC East. Then after that, believe it or not, even though I believe in their defense, I got the Washington football team as finishing third because I think they got um, they had good receivers. I just don't know if the quarterback is going to give them the ball. Um, Clinton and those guys, as young as they are, the wide receiver spot, mm-hmm. I admire the way they play. It's not sold on that quarterback being a being a, a true leader, and it's going to lead into something. It's going to so it's going to help us out. Then after that. I got the Philadelphia Eagles as the second best team in the in the NFC East, and it's only because they do return some of their starters on defense. Um, mm-hmm. Am I totally one hundred percent excited about the quarterback change they made? No, I don't think that Jalen Hurts is ready yet. I'm not gonna say that he's not a starter in the NFL. I just don't think he's ready. And like I said, that's me. That's my opinion. You can tell me I'm crazy and I'm wrong. I just feel like he's getting thrown to the wolves and he's not ready. He hasn't been, and that happens a lot to me with African-American quarterbacks. They get thrown in and they haven't always been groomed and prepared to be successful. And some people will say, will say well, they're pros and they need to be pros. Every pro is not treated the same, and that's a God-honest truth, and we've seen it before. Um, I've seen guys come in and get to work and, and get a legit shot. And I've seen some guys come in and like, hey, you need to do this. They don't do it. They get they they get moved out and the next guy gets moved in. And I feel like if he doesn't have instant success, that's something that the Philadelphia Eagles may do with him. They may send him on to the Wolves. Now, this, like I said, pains me to say this, but watching what Dak Prescott did in the six in the games that he played last year before even being injured, I believe is going to do big things if he stays healthy this year. Now, the shoulder scares me. It scares me because they spent a lot of time not doing anything preseason. And they all said, everyone said, well, it's precaution. We got to just make sure he's ready for the season opener, which is this upcoming Thursday kickoff in Tampa Bay, Raymond James Stadium. The uh, Dallas Cowgirls will uh, suffer a loss by the hands of the world. Buccaneers, but realistically, you have Ezekiel Elliott, you, you who can run the ball, who wasn't utilized. Um, um, you got a good, you got a, you got a guy second fair running back from Memphis. His name. Um, why am I drawing a blank right now? I, I got a, I got hit in the head too many times when I played. But um, you good, yeah. And then I love Ceedee Lamb. I love Amari Cooper. I like Michael Gallup. The offensive line, they're getting a little bit older, but they're but they're still sound. Now, you do know that uh, Zach Martin's not playing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Martin has a positive for COVID. He's not playing. But they have all the pieces. And then to go get a coach like Quinn to come in and be your defensive coordinator, which was probably the best move you could ever do because Nolan had no business having a job last year. He showed years ago that the NFL game had passed him by. He couldn't he couldn't stop a two-year-old from running through a wet paper bag at a grocery right. store. 
You know what I'm saying? Man. He had no he had no business being the defensive coordinator. And that's just it, it's the truth. He shouldn't have been yeah. he should have been. So oh, you no. go get a guy that knows how to put pressure on a quarterback with a line without blitzing too much, not having a gamble, can have the secretary be stout and draft it according to need. Everything they draft. So now they have to have success. Now, will it be instant success on the defensive side of the ball? It's probably going to take two two seasons to really get to that point they want to get to. But I think the Cowboys did things right to put themselves in the situation to solidify that they are the best team in the NFC East. All right. This is great analysis. I really appreciate what you said. It's all wrong. What? Go ahead. Okay. Here's you why. I actually, I'm going to my This is so easy to say. The Philadelphia Eagles will be number four in that. In that. Right? Number four. Don't know about Jalen Hurts. Don't know about the organization itself. They haven't improved anything as far as I can tell. Offensive line is still the offensive line. The defense is is what? So you got that. So yeah, they're number four. And see, he froze up on me because he didn't know what to do. He's like, what's going on? What are you talking about? But wait till I get to my number three. The number three that I'm talking about here, that's going, oh, see, I got kicked out, but I'm still alive. Let's go. It's good. So the number three that's going to be in the NFC East, not the least, that's going to be the New York football giants. That's right. That's what I said. The New York football giants. They're number three. They're actually above uh, Philadelphia because they have Saquon Barkley back. And yeah, I know he's coming off of injury, but the defense is much improved. I actually think Jones will be better than last year. They already got rid of um, Eli. Now he has a year removed from him, so he doesn't have to worry about him. So he's good there. I, I really want him to see who I have as my second. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're back. Last thing I heard was that I was wrong. And you're I wrong. Didn't. And then he, he cut out. So he's like, nah. Uh-uh. Hey, hey, I'm so mad at you saying I was wrong. I cut the whole damn thing off. Like, no, I ain't. Damn it. I ain't wrong. Just, hey, look, I'm not wrong. You know who I am. <laughs> hey, let's go back. Hey, go back to that last point of me saying the Cowboys are, gonna, are the best team. And you said, good analysis, but I'm wrong. Please you. So, as I was saying, number four. That's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. I just can't, I can't trust for the reasons that you said. Okay. It's actually because of number four, right? Gotcha. Don't know about Jalen Hurts. I what I saw last year when he did against the Cowboys was sick. It made me sick. He outran the edge like it was nothing. And it's like, oh my gosh, this kid, but they're not gonna give him what he needs to progress in this league. I just don't believe that. And I think they're already looking for someone to replace him anyway. So they're just waiting for one moment, half a moment where he messes up. My number three, now, again, this is why he's wrong. This is why you're wrong, big game. Number three is going to be New York Giants. And I wanted you to hear that. Make sure you hear that. Isn't the New York Giants is number three, right? 
because what I said earlier, Saquon Barkley's back, he had his knee injury, but they're so much better. Well, I won't say so much, but they're better than Philadelphia. That's why that's what it is. See, I think he froze up on me again because he's, he's so hurt. He doesn't know what to say at this point. He's like, wait a minute. Why do you keep saying that? I'm going to wait, though, because I want him to hear the two and the one. When he comes back, folks, make sure that you have your popcorn ready for that two and one. Because it's, it's, it's going to be something else. But I'm just going to rattle it off and then just sit back and wait. I'm not even going to give an explanation. I'm just going to rattle it off. Because there's, a, there's an expectation, there's an idea that's kind of moving around here of how I'm going to go and how I'm going to pick. But I don't know. Maybe not so much. Here's the other thing. I read and I have an uh, analysis and I talk to people. You know, I actually talk to people that are in and around sports, in and around these divisions, in and around these players, in and around these teams. And so we're able to kind of, you know, bounce things back and forth and say, ooh, what's this and what's that? So it, it, it's not just a feeling. It's there's, there's some parts back into this. <laughs> there is some parts back into this. So people, they're just going to go out figure fees. And here's what I will say. I'm so sorry. I hear you talking. I turned, I got, I got the stream going on another device. Here, you're going to rattle it off and not give me a chance. To, it's like, rattle it off. It's, yeah, it's, I'm going to rattle it off. Turn. It's your so, turn. You heard the four and the three. Let me just give you two. The second in the division in the NFCs are the Dallas Cowboys. That's right. The Dallas. Oh my gosh, it was paused right there. It was perfect. You know what, though? I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. I'm I am taking, I, I am almost to your opinion right now. <laughs> then, number two, because that leaves you the number one in the <laughs> the okay. Washington football team. The defense is so formidable. And they only got better. They are the best defense in the league. Only, the only defense that's possibly better than them is either, and it depends on the day, it's either going to be Los Angeles Rams okay. or the Tampa Bay Bucks. Got it. Okay. Because the Tampa Bay Bucks defense is very underrated. Right. But that defense is so – that front seven is mean. It's nasty. It's Hey, I feel you. And I understand that. Now, trust me, you're talking to a defensive guy. The LSU-Georgia game was – not LSU, excuse me. Clemson-Georgia game was music to my ears because it was 10-3. to 3. I love defense. <laughs> so do, you think, do you honestly think yeah. that the Redskins have the offense – to to carry that team out, so you you telling me they they got to get their Joe Flacco Trent Dilfer on just just manage games and don't mess up the defense gonna win it all for us. You have Ryan Fitzmagic there, okay? Game yeah. manager, yeah. just be a game. Don't turn the ball over the defense. And you mentioned the name. I was gonna say, hey, I'm gonna give you one name, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer is a Super Bowl champion. Why? Because of the defense. I'm going to give you another name. Peyton Manning. I'm going to give you a stat. Yeah, but Peyton Manning had way, way, way – 
Okay, not what he wanted. I give it to you. Okay, I'm not going to argue that one. But Peyton Manning was a better overall quarterback career in the league compared to Trent Dilfer. Now you freeze. Now you don't want to hear the truth. This, do you remember the stats from the Denver game? Do you remember the stats from the Denver Go, go I mean. I'm going to give you the truth. Here it is. Go ahead. yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. That was the stat line for Peyton Manning when he won his second Super Bowl with Denver. Why? Okay. Because of the defense. So as long as you have a defense that is so dangerous and stout and can just cause turnovers and havoc, if Dallas cannot, if Dallas's defense is not at least average, they will not win the division. The offense is amazing. I got it's amazing. You. On paper. And you're right. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. We all know that. I think that they'll make enough improvement to win that division on, on that end. That's just what I think. Um, Washington, and I want to believe that. I do want to believe that, and I'm not going to lie. That was the first game that the Buccaneers had in the playoffs last year was the Washington game. Yes, sir. And and Ryan Fitz, Fitzmagic, he does bring a whole nother element to to a team that – and it's just like the guy comes in and has success, and everybody's like, thank you for coming. God bless you. Good night. They treat him like an episode of Def Jam, man. They send him on his way, and he handles his business, and he does a good job. Like, to me, Miami Force 2 are coming in with Fitzpatrick should have started the rest. Yeah. Exactly. Give two at a time. Give him the time and let Fitzpatrick do what he does. And then after that year, hey, cool, great. But midseason? Nah. But yeah, man, Fitz Magic. And so, yeah, that's why I say, as I sit here with my Cowboy shirt on, and I'm sure I'm going to get lots of visceral and hate and whatever, it's visceral, but I don't care. I'm, I'm a fanatic. I'm a fan of football first. So with that, Dallas Cowboys, number two in the NFC East, and Washington football team will be first. They'll be number one in the division, and they'll win the division. And it may come out, come down to the last game of the season, but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna win. They're gonna win it out. So there you go with that. Uh, let's see. I don't know where he is on his list. I know he said AFC West, NFC East, uh, NFC West. I'm going to pick a division since he's not here, but he's listening so he can chime in when he's ready. Let's go to the AFC North. AFC North, in that division, you have the Baltimore Ravens, the Cincinnati Bengals, Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers, which to me, this is a crazy division because you have so many variables that are going into this year. Uh, is Lamar Jackson going to regress? Is Joe Burrow going to progress? You know, he had that injury last year. Don't really know where he is on that. Baker Mayfield, oh, my gosh. He's like the second coming of LeBron in Cleveland. You know, you take him to a playoff and you win. Hello. And this, you know what? This is a different guy than the money man that was there. So that's going to be a lot to that. And then you have your Pittsburgh Steelers with the Ben Roethlisberger. Man, what's going on with this guy? He's, what, 40-some-odd years old? We don't know if he's, you know, ready to go or if he's not ready to go or how he's going to do. So, Thanks, Jackson. Jay, what's up, man? I'm so sorry. It's good. Hey, no, man. you good, man. I was just going to get kicked off my own show, dog. Like, what the hell? 
Hey, yeah. We gotta up your we gotta up your bandwidth, bro. That song. Well, you know, I just realized, and like I said, don't let man, people with technology don't laugh at me. I had this MacBook for the last two years, and today this thing got more use in in the weekend than it has in the two years that I've had it. And I just realized that I had a, a Ethernet cable connection in the back. So I've been running the Wi-Fi. So I just plugged the Ethernet in, y'all. I'm so sorry. And my bandwidth just went from one little bar to all the way up on, on here. <laughs> I apologize. You know, like I said, I tackled people. I didn't really write the game plan. I just executed it back in the day. Wow. So, <laughs> How we do it in the pilot, baby? <laughs> I was trying to execute the game plan without without you know writing up the plays. But I just had to write it up real quick. <laughs> we, we good to go. So, <laughs> so, hey, I'm out there. I got my hand on the camera going crazy. People gonna see my palms, price on my belly. I apologize <laughs> about that. If y'all just ain't done it, had to see it. Um, you feel like a defensive lineman, so that lets you know big hands, big belly. That's what you do. <laughs> so, real quick, we 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 finished on the NFC East, and I just, and, and, and I you went ahead with. So I said, let's go to the AFC North. You went to the AFC North. Okay, cool. And now my pick might be my pick might be what you are talking about. I couldn't hear everything. And I apologize about that. And if you 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 got all your picks uh picks in on that on the AFC North, no. Nah. No. I actually didn't. I just previewed it. I, you know, I kind of just said, you know, I was talking about, you know, the different quarterbacks and where they are. So, look, here's my picks. <sighs> AFC North from bottom to the top. <sighs> uh -huh. I'm actually going to go with – I'm going to go with the Bengals at the bottom. I just got to see what Joe yeah. Burrow is going to do coming off the injury. I got to see how that right. defense is going to react. I got to see what's going on with that line. It's just too many variables going on with the Bengals for me to say they tops. Right. Next is the Steelers because, well, Juju thought he was a one, but Juju's not a one. No, nah, Juju's a two. And you know that 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 pains me to say that because I've been a Juju Smith Schuster fan since USC, and thinking like, man, as soon as Antonio Brown leaves, this dude's gonna have his shot. And Chase Claypool came in and outplayed him last year. And there's straight up, I mean, I was like, you know what though? Everybody needs a number two. Everybody can be Batman. Somebody's got to be Robin. Everybody does. And you Juju give them a good, good, a good person, a good number one that can stretch the field, that exactly. long ball, that juju, do juju. That's going to be great for him. And now the pressure's off of him, I think, too. I think there's too much pressure on him to be the number one receiver. He wasn't ready to be that guy. Yeah. But it's so funny because the first two picks from the bottom to the top, you and I are, are out to eye. We, we, got the same, we have the same picks. I got Bengals four, Steelers three. Now, you're two and you're one. I really want to hear this. Number two, Baltimore Ravens. Shut the front door. Same thing. Go ahead. <laughs> let, me, let me know. Let me know. Man, you know, I don't know what's going on with Lamar, with the team in Lamar. And I don't know if he's going to be, if he's regressing or if he's going to be able to take that next step and progress to push the team over the hump. Right. I think everyone is like, okay, we know kind of what he is now, so we're starting to be able to better scheme against him. And no one else is stepping up on the team in the defense. We don't know where they are anymore. You right. know, uh, Baltimore's defense was a vaunted defense, like Seattle's, you know, uh, Legion of Boom. Like you knew when you come into that house, you're going to get that hat put on you. But here we don't know what's going on with the defense. We don't know what's going on with the QB play. Yeah. So that leaves Cleveland. As and I got the same thing. And just to kind of reiterate and touch on Baltimore, uh, J.K. Dobbins suffered an injury late in the preseason. 
He's more like he's done for the year. Uh, Ingram is gone. That running attack that they've had um, last couple of years, um, yeah. not not really there. They are still, they got some other pieces, but how reliable are they? Um, everyone keeps saying that you know let Lamar Jackson play like Lamar Jackson, and they've done it the last two years, and they can't get out of the AFC. They can't get to the championship game. They cannot get to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. So is Lamar Jackson playing like Lamar Jackson actually helping them or hurting them? Is the question. Um, I, I still like Lamar Jackson, but I have a lot of question marks about the whole team just in general. And then um, you let your boy Big Brown go. The uh, you start off with tackle. You let him. You trade because you don't. You don't think you're gonna resign him, so you let him go. And yet you send him to Kansas City. Uh, wait, what? You send him to Kansas City. What are we doing? Well, bolster that offensive line after what really got them beat in the Super Bowl is having two offensive tackles hurt and having to play backups. Hello? It, it kind of just bewildered me from a front office standpoint. And that's why I'm like, okay, they missing Ozzy Newsom right now because Ozzy wouldn't have done anything. That's Never. <laughs> I don't think it happened. But yeah, um, to me too, that lead then leaves the Cleveland Browns as the number one team in that division. And a couple of years ago, I was one of those guys. I said, wait, stop. You don't win a championship on paper. I yeah. don't want to see all of this, but like just right now, their play, that the way they played last year, um, their running game on mm-hmm. offense. Baker Mayfield doesn't have to do more than he needs to. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back this year. You go out and add Davian Clowney to the opposite side of Miles Garrett on the defensive line. They drafted the uh, All-American in the second round from Notre Dame to help bolster that defensive line. Um, what's the one line? I mean, they've done a lot of different things that just makes a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. that not just the AFC. I think that the Cleveland Browns are really actually going to contend in the a- in the, all of the AFC to be one of those teams that we got to watch to get to the Big facts. Big facts. I, all that you said, we agree. So AFC North, we're good. AFC North, like that was just like two dudes talking over a cup of coffee. That was real, real <laughs> easy. You know, no feelings hurt, nothing else. Nothing. It's all Somebody getting called out because they wrong. Now, one thing I did want to talk on, well, one conference I had after the NFC just ran down was the AFC East. And over the past, it's always been the New England Patriots. Yeah. And they, you know, they kind of had their, their drop off and they had Cam Newton last year out a couple games, didn't, didn't play some. But um, just still looking at that division and what's been what's been done, you know, kind of running it from, from bottom to the top is coming at number four, I got the New York Jets. And um, um, that team is – they were set up for failure when they hired Adam Gates a couple years ago. He never got a second chance to me from when he left Miami, and they did nothing to get better. So here it is, brand-new coach. Uh, Zach Wilson comes in, brand-new quarterback. The whole city and team is happy. Um, I believe they will be better. I just don't think it won't be instant success because it's the NFL. You don't have, like, a super – recruiting class you can bring in to get a team beyond good. You can't get JUCO transfers and not a whole, whole lot of free agents just running New York. You know what I'm saying? So um, 
the Jets will will be up there one day, just not today. It won't be this year. So me personally, I got the Jets coming in as my fourth place team, followed by the uh, Miami Dolphins. And the Miami Dolphins, I believe, is a team that when I look at them, I want to say that they're going to be good, but they still leave some holes to me on the defensive side of the ball, even though they bolstered up. Scratch your head, it's okay. They bolstered up their secondary a little bit. I'm just still not sold on Tua being that guy, and I don't know what he's going to get done. So I got the Dolphins in third. Number two might surprise you because, you know, I don't have this second-place team winning the division, but there's something about this man that I don't think can be held down long, and that's Bill Belichick. And I have the New England Patriots as the number two team in the AFC East with the Buffalo Bills still as a team to beat in that division because of their – McDermott is a heck of a coach on the defense side of the ball. Um, Allen has played great football. They continue, I think, to build on what they do well, and I think that's just the team to beat. I know I can tell by your face you don't like what I got in the order I have it in. So please, by all means, let me hear what you have. Top and bottom, we're good. The New York Jets, they thought they were on the love boat, but they about to soon find out they about to be on Gilligan's Island. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, it's shiny and new. That's what it's all about. You know, come aboard. We're expecting you. That's that's how they are right now. But they're going to be on this three-hour tour that's going to last for like 10 seasons. You know, they haven't been really right since yeah. – since the guarantee. Let's just call it what it is, man. I mean, you had a few years here and there. You know, you know, they had a few years with Bar Scott and my, you know, and and, and my guy there, you know. Um okay with until butt fumble. You gotta give him a little something with Sanchez. Look, if he can't run through a front lineman's butt, and I don't know who can. Yeah, hey, he ain't the quarterback for New York Jets, okay? That's just how it is, man. I almost feel like Stephen Avery. If you can't push it straight through the man's butt, then what are you doing? I'm just saying that's just, you know, that's where it is. Got it. You know, Buffalo Bills, and I'll speak on that. Look, they're winning the division. I mean, they, they just keep rolling and getting better. And it's like, man, you know, they keep adding weapons. They keep just getting better and getting better. But I actually am flip-flopping with the Miami and, and, and New England. And the problem is that I'm having is that now everything is relying on this rookie quarterback that's in the system. And, yeah, it makes sense because they all, you know, between Belichick and Saban and all these guys, they're all on that coaching tree. So it's it's still, okay, similar and there's verbiage and things like that. Mm-hmm. But a Buffalo Bills team that can hit you in the mouth. You got a Miami Dolphins team who really has an improved uh, defense. And as long as you have Tua, who is a double threat, you know, um, and he can do some things with his feet, he can elongate the, uh, the play, he can make people miss, and he does have a decent arm. If he can just, you know, cut down and get some uh, better percentage throws and things like that, and maybe even stretch the field on these guys, I think Miami has a better chance to be number two in that division and beat out New England. Now, like you said, the next year, all bets are off for that. But I got to see how Belichick and Mac Jones can actually play in this system. And that, that makes sense. 
that's a real fair analysis, and you really broke it down. And and you gave the Dolphins more credit than I want to give them right now. Like I said, I just I want them to have success. Believe it or not, you know you got a you got a you got a general manager of color mm-hmm. and a head coach of color that's taking a way of of learning and doing things and putting their own spin and their twist on it. And I hope it works out well for them. You yeah. know, put all the eggs in the basket, so to speak, with two a couple of years ago. And some people were like, well, they might get a quarterback the following year. And if they would have turned around and got a quarterback out of the draft and a quarterback in the first round, I would have yeah. fallen down to Miami and whipped everybody's ass myself. Excuse my language. <laughs> that would have been the dumbest thing that they ever could have done. Yeah. So they got the young quarterback. They believe in him. They believe in him so much that they pushed Fitzpatrick out of the way before Tool was even really, really ready. They gave him the keys to the car and told him, I ain't gonna take it for a spin and do you. And he got, you know, he's he's gotten better. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's one of those guys that they say he said, you know, he said oh, there's like a lot of pressure in that position in the NFL, and it is. Yeah. Um, you you got to have a different kind of moxie and mindset about you to be an NFL quarterback yeah. to be an elite one and a good one. And I think that's why so many of those guys, once they find the happy medium, where if the expectations hadn't been high on them. Yeah. And I think that's why Ryan Fitzpatrick has all the success in the world at doing what he does because there's no real pressure on him. You know what I'm saying? If, if Ryan Fitzpatrick messes up at the end of the day, I'm like, he wasn't supposed to be here no way. That's all they're going to say about it. He, well, he never should have had a job, but he did for double digit years. And he did it well for when he did it. He didn't kill no. So my thing is, too, coming from a program like Alabama, mm-hmm. being drafted as high as he was drafted, mm-hmm. he comes in to us like, yo, got to do this yeah now and people want to see you perform right now the development phase is almost over and i know we talked about garoppolo and trey lance earlier the best thing that can happen for trey lance is that jimmy g comes out and plays decent this year where he really can learn and then when it gets handed over to him the following season it should be then he can step in and do what he needs to do and if he gets thrown in now it's going to do him a disservice because he's not going to be ready right off the rip not to i mean i don't and like i said sometimes more often than not it's like i said that position is the the worst and the the hardest man when it comes down to because when you do good everybody cheers you and loves you when you do bad everybody hates you and it's your fault yep yeah absolutely and i you know coming out of you know fcs you know now you playing big boy ball look bigger faster stronger right you're able to take all that information in in that, you know, one, two seconds before the snap or whatever you have, because people move, people talking, everything's going on. Right. It's different. It's right. different. What you got next, big game, James? Well, next up, but not least, is a division that I talk about a lot because back when I played, we were in this division. This is how crazy the logistics were back in the day when I played. And that's the NFC North. Um, that that division, you know, you see yeah. black and blue division of football. Um, you know, you're gonna get beat down. Mm-hmm. A lot of good things, a lot of bad things, but that's the NFC North. And just thinking about this and talking about it, um, first and foremost, the team that I have coming in last in that division is the Chicago Bears. Um, I believe that they have. A, I know, I know. You don't think I'm crazy. I got the Bears last, although I believe that they need to go ahead and hand the keys over to uh, Justin Field and don't put the that car in the hands of Andy Dalton or Nick Foles. Let Justin uh, 
field, take the reins. Um, the only thing that scares me about that is they still have offensive line issues that they didn't really fully address. And you already saw it in the preseason. He took a couple of hits that he should have never taken. And going against another team's ones all game long, he might be dead another. if if it's not fit. So that's the one thing about it that. Fit. So here's me that won't want to play, but at the same time, I got the Bears coming in. I have the Lions coming in at three. Um, believe it or not, I just think that Jared Goff gives them mm-hmm. something that they uh they can build off of. And I don't know. Honestly, I think the Bears find ways to lose is why I really put them in four. Although on paper, looking at the roster, I think the Lions have a fourth-place team roster in that division. But I just feel like the Bears are going to find a way to mess it up and finish in fourth, and Nagy's going to lose his job. Should he? Mm, I mean, do I wish it happened to him? No, but I just see they do that every year. Even with that defense that they have, they find a way to, to choke and mess it up. Um, Second-place team in that division to me is the Vikings, and that's still just because of their defense. Uh, you took that Dalvin Cook running the ball on offense, and Kirk Cousins is another one of those guys. He's an $83 million game manager. He doesn't do a whole lot to, to blow it. Um, mm-hmm. The defense gives him a little bit of leeway to make those mistakes as they normally get him the ball back, you know, numerous times a game. And then, of course, the number one team in the division, hands down, is the the Green Bay Packers. And God honest, you know, the God honest truth for me is, I thought that they pretty much put everything in a trash can, poured some gasoline on it, and was about to set it on fire. I thought they were about to tear up their whole franchise. Um, yeah. The mishandling of things with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I, I've had numerous conversations, man, and it's so funny about, well, man, he's just a quarterback. He don't need to get all the say. I was like, but every other team you go to, you get a, a franchise <laughs> Hall of Fame type of quarterback you're going to address his needs and you're also going to include him on things. Whether listen to him when it comes to making a decision or not, at least, at least you listen to him. You take his word with a little bit of value and evaluate, you know, hmm, what he said makes sense. Let's try this. Let's try that. That man has been there all this year and you don't go draft any wide receivers in the first round in the last couple of years to any weapons. I mean, thank God Adams is uh, there and doing what he does. But to me, they've done nothing to help Aaron Rodgers. He was almost ready to walk away and host Jeopardy for a year and was going to make more money hosting Jeopardy than he was throwing the football down the field. I would have been like, what is not going back to the NFL for $200? (laughs) That would have been me. But lo and behold, Aaron Rodgers is is amazing. That defense is still relentless. Um, they, 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 they are just a team that I don't they, think they, they, division matches up well enough with them. To yeah, um, yeah. Uh, who? So Detroit Lions are last. It just last. I the last. I don't have much to say about it. They're just last. That's it. They just last. Okay. Last. No arguments there. Will continue to be last because they're last. They're last. When Megatron, Barry Sanders ain't coming down the tunnel. That's what I'm saying. They last. Okay. That's that was too much time for Detroit. So that brings us to number three. 
So is Chicago. But I say that hesitantly because I actually like Justin Fields. I think he should sit for a year or at least half a season behind either uh, Dalton or Cisco Kid, right? I just... (laughs) I, I just think, though, it, it, I fear for him for the reasons that you said. I right. Fear. right. But the defense is good enough that they can really, you know, help him. His defense will help him more than anything else. Right. But I, I just, I think, I, for the reason that you say, yeah, they're going to find ways to lose because they're the Chicago Bears. And there you go. Always. That's just what it is. Um, to me, it's a toss-up between Green Bay and Minnesota, only because I don't really know how Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers is going to play this season, how he feels, how the team feels. You know, they're all like, oh, you know, we're all behind Aaron, which is great. But Green Bay, and you tell me if I'm wrong, Green Bay does things differently. They, it's like they, they, you know, walk or march to a beat of a different drum. Like they're like, so what? They, they do. It's a franchise that's damn near owned by the people. It's stock right. franchises. It's nothing normal about that. The, the stadium's <laughs> in the middle of a damn neighborhood in the middle of Green Bay, Wisconsin. You yeah, drive around the corner from all these houses, and all of a sudden it's like, who the hell put a, who put a, who put a stadium in the neighborhood? I mean, yeah, there's nothing normal about Green Bay, Wisconsin, period. Let's just leave that out there. It's not. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, for me, if Aaron Rodgers is, it was – serious enough to come back to camp and take the take he's taking the field, then he only has one thing on his mind that's winning and really trying to avenge the last two NFC championship games that he let get away from. That being said, he's a dangerous man in that situation. Um I and that's the only reason I think that they edge out the Vikings is because of Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Uh, anything other than that, I, I would get, if Aaron Rodgers were to get hurt today, then Minnesota Vikings would automatically go to the number one team in that division. I believe that, and I couldn't argue with you on that. But if Aaron Rodgers is about to take the field for that team, you best believe that he's ready to play. He's ready to make a statement, and he's going to have that team good enough to compete in the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, compete for a Super Bowl. Not just you know what I'm saying. Not just division. Green Bay is going to be a Super Bowl contender. I believe. Look, I, I saw firsthand when you know they put 31 on us. We almost came back to win. It was like, here we go. But is is Aaron Rodgers, man? He's he's a dangerous man. So yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, we got two divisions left. Let's go for it. Let's and go. you know, I'm going to save the best for last. <laughs> So that being said, we will go to the AFC South now. I thought you were going to say it is, it is, it is. See, you tell me funny. <laughs> um, Why do we leave? The NFC East should have been the best for last. Like I said, I'm saving the best for last. The NFC, he wants to talk about the NFC least last. Come on now. Wait, don't, don't make me do that. But, uh, <laughs> from a logistics standpoint, I still don't like the rearrangement, realignment of how why in the world do you have the Titans, the Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Texans in the league to where I think that Indianapolis and Miami need to switch in this division? Yeah. I think that the Dolphins should be in the AFC South and that 
the, the Colts should go to the AFC East. But that's that's something for me and the commissioner to talk about later. We we doing lunch we doing lunch in twenty fifty five. So when we meet in twenty fifty five, we'll talk about that realignment. Right. Man, there you go. Right. Real talk. Let's get to this thing, and I'm going to throw it at you like this. Um, I wrote this down, and now I'm looking at it, and I don't really believe what I wrote. You ever done anything like that? Like, I went back and forth with this list a couple different times. I was like, nah, they're going to win. Nah, they're going to win. Nah, they're going to win. Mm, okay. But I think it's because the conversations that we've been having, that's why you're doing it. It's like, you know, let me rethink this, because this guy, you know, he kind of knows some things. So let me let me rethink this, and I'll, write, I'll, write, I'll scratch it out and write it out. It, it, it has absolutely nothing to do with that, but <laughs> – but I do value your opinion so much, and I'm glad you're bringing it to the table, dog. Thank you. Thank um, you. For some reason, I have the Houston Texans as the fourth-place team in this division, and I just believe ever since um, DeAndre Hopkins was, was was traded away that they've done nothing to help Deshaun Watson out. I think the Texans are one of the only teams in the NFL out of the 32 that seems like they're trying their best worst every year. I really don't understand what they've done. I also think that it was a, a lynch mob out for Deshaun Watson. I think it was all a hoax because he wanted to be traded away. And with the no trade clause, he pretty much held the keys to the car. Like I, the analogy I like to use, he pretty much had his pick of where he wanted to go. And the one way for them to get out of the situation was to blackball and railroad him. Now, I'm not going to say he didn't do nothing wrong. We human. We do things. You know what I'm saying? Massage parlors are real. I'm just going to say that. I'm going to leave it out there. Your imagination can do what you want to do with it. They're real. They exist. Players go to them. Wait, what he did in there, I don't know. I wasn't there. When hey, the owners go to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask, ask Mr. Kraft. Ask him. But, 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 but that's another topic for another week. All right. So I got the Houston yeah. Texans at the bottom just because it seems like they try to get worse. Bill O'Brien, it's like he was a suicide bomber. He put – uh, a bomb on his jacket and ran in the facility and said, look at me! And blew it all up. He tore it all up. And it's messed up. Yeah. After that, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. I believe they did good things in the draft. Um, Trevor Lawrence has not looked bad this uh, this preseason. Mm -hmm. uh, Travis Etienne got hurt. Uh, he's out for the year. Another, you know, their second first-round pick they had. Yeah. I believe that they addressed needs. Um, you know, in my mind, is Urban Meyer going to be that first – not first, but he's going to be that one collegiate coach that comes and actually does something different and has some success right away. I'm still <laughs> not knowing, not not really sold on it yet. So, I got Jacksonville as my third-place team. Um, after that, that means I got to go with number two and then number one. My number two team in this division is going to be the Indianapolis Colts, one of my former teams. Hold on let me – I'm going to sitting here and just. Come and do this right there. Anyway. You see, it's a big helmet. Big brain. As I said about the D line, they have big brains. Anyway, I believe that. Um, see, you made me lose my whole track. Really, I'm going to blame it on myself, but I'm going to blame you, but it's me. Um, Carson Wentz, goddamn. Former team Carson. that you played for. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I got that. My former team. Um, man, Jim Irsay is one of the best owners that that the league has that you can have. I mean, I still to the day can't believe. Like right before my oldest son was born, that man bought me 
a gift in there and said, James, how's Aisha doing? Congratulations. Like he known us for years. And it's just, you know, a lot of owners, not every owner does different things like that. Different gifts for the team, player for players on the team. Anyway, Ursay, a big shout out to him. And, you know, my stint in Indianapolis was sure, but it was very well received while I was there. Um, I believe that Carson Wentz has a resurgence with Frank Wright. I just really do. I think that he gets new life in Indianapolis, going to a team where the defense isn't bad. I like the way that Michael Pittman Jr. plays as wide, as wide receiver. I believe they address needs uh, to make themselves better. Um, and I don't think there's pressure on them in that division because for so long it's all been about the Texans and then the Titans snuck up in there in the last couple of years. So I think Indianapolis kind of just cruises and coasts on in and does a great job of competing. Will they win? Maybe. But my number one team, my number one team is the Tennessee Titans. And when you got somebody like Eddie Lacy running, I mean, Lacy running that ball, they're Eddie Lacy. Boy, I, my brain, man, they went way. <laughs> I said Eddie Lacy. Like Eddie Lacy. I meant Derrick Henry, though. Like, for real. Gotcha. I, we all knew what you meant. Hey. <laughs> I, I too much in <laughs> I'm going to come back next time. Sorry. It's been a long day. Long weekend. <laughs> Derrick Henry is just, yeah. he's that guy. Yeah. And for some reason, I like Tannehill. Mm. A lot of people think I'm crazy because when he came out of AM and when he went to Miami, I was like, man, this kid can't play. He's overrated. And now I know why he looked like he did in Miami. It's because of the coach he had. He was never really developed. So now he's another guy. Like we talk about these game managers, mm -hmm. don't do a whole lot. Let your running game lead the way. And you try to make as uh, minimal mistakes. Yeah. He does a good job of that. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, he yeah. Knows his business. He gets things done. And he relies on his running game and rely on that defense. And it's been, Vrabel's done a good job. I mean, I liked Vrabel as a player back in the day. And I think that. He proved me wrong at being a better coach than I thought he would be. And because of how he approaches the game, coaches the game, and mm -hmm. the way they handle their business, I think that that's the team to beat in, in that division. Now, when they get past second, first, second round of the playoffs, probably first round, they and they lose in the second if they get past the wild card game. But in that division, I think they easily win that division. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Houston sucks. Houston is Detroit. Detroit. It's Houston. Very simple. Very, very simple. Just keep it going, huh? Next. Keep the party going. I actually think the Colts are number three. Okay. The reason why I say that is Carson Wentz is hurt again. He is injury prone. It's time to go ahead and put the label on him. He can't. He hasn't been able to sustain a full seat, a full regular season. Since what? First year? His rookie year? First year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. You're right. I mean, and and this this is an injury that he had before, uh, you know, they believe he even got into the league or it was uh, very early when he was in the league. So, I mean, this fractured foot, it keeps him out for months at a time. So, now you have to rely on your backup already. So, I, I think there's some, there are some questions there about Carson Wentz okay. and his whole – Dependability. What is it? You know, the thing I always heard about whenever I played my semi-pro, I played semi-pro. What I when I heard was, you know, your best ability is availability, right? So if you're not on the field, 
I'm stealing now, and I'm just gonna let you know I'm stealing that. I'm, I'm that. Yeah, I'm that. I appreciate that, man. Good looking out because uh, I'm using that middle school football. It's coming up. It's, it's somebody gonna hear that from me. Hey, you know, in hey, in school, if you're not on the field because of your grades, your best ability is availability. Bro. Right. That's all it is. That's it. But 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 that part right there scares me about about the Colts, and I I like the Colts organization as a whole, and especially when Dungey won it uh, there. I thought I was like, yeah, I'm over the moon. And because that's a, that to me, that's an organization that believes in the people that are there and mm-hmm. believes in what they do. And, and Coach Dungey is probably one of my most favorite. I actually bought his book, read it through and through, still read his book. Amazing, man. So, yeah, but they're still number three to me. Number two is Jacksonville. And the only reason why I say Jacksonville is because of what's going on in the other two teams. Okay. Right? Houston is so trash. Indianapolis has real big questions at their quarterback uh, position. But Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence looked great. But I don't like what Urban Meyer's mindset is when it's coming into this. He still thinks this is college. You, you, can't, put, you can't talk to these guys like they're in college. So I think there's going to be a real disconnect there. And I just don't know what he's going to be able to do. So for that reason, Tennessee Titans, I actually think they're a really good contender within this conference. Um, they they pushed uh, Kansas City several years ago. I, I mean, look, Derrick Henry is a man's man. Right. You know, I mean, I saw him and Josh Norman, and they just kept replaying that stiff arm, and it was like, ooh. Man. <laughs> like, when your own teammates do that on the sideline, like, oh, oh, Like, they say, I pray he doesn't do that. <laughs> I pray. Right. Running back doesn't do it. I'm sorry, man. And I believe, look, Tannehill, I, I'm i not an AM fan, but I just never liked him until he got to Tennessee. And it was just something about how that system, Mike Rabel, the whole organization, he he is good for Tennessee. He should never leave. Never. I, I agree with you. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it works. And besides the two and three, and I can see you, Doing that, I'm I'm just trying to give Carson Wentz the benefit of the doubt that when he comes back, it'll be good things happening. But you know, the, the argument this time, yeah, this time your argument it, it worked. It worked a little bit. I, I I'll give it I'll give it to you. It it it, 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 uh, it, 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 it it's facts. It's facts. So now when that he does stay hurt, he is injury prone, and that we never know what's gonna happen. But um. I get one out of 28. Okay. That's, take a, that's the AOC South. Now, without further ado. Man. Here we go. It's now time to talk about the NFC South, mm. the division <laughs> and home of the world champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, oh. and quarterback Tom Brady. Now, that being said, we're not going to make this about the Buccaneers. And y'all don't get mad. This is an old hat. Like, if you look at it, it says 1999 NFC Division Champ. This is when we won the division back when I was in Tampa. This is my old championship hat. This ain't a Super Bowl hat. But I just had to put it on because I'm talking about my, you know, the squad that I like to, to root for. But um, looking at this division, and it's crazy because to, to know that this team, you know, the Buccaneers have been in the, in the, in the bottom of that division for for oh, years okay. until yeah. Tom Brady came around and, and flipped the switch on us. And early on in the season, it didn't look like things were going to change right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We held at the right time. 
So that's why, you know, I, I like to joke a lot and, and real proud of how things worked out for the Buccaneers. But at the same time, when it comes down to it, um, and I had to rank these teams, it's going to be a little crazy to look at this. But I got the Panthers in fourth place. Yeah, Carolina Panthers in fourth. Um, I believe that Sam Darnold is going to work out well in Carolina. I think it's going to be a good situation for him. Um, anytime you have Christian McCaffrey, but he too in the last couple of years has been banged up and hurt. Can he stay healthy? Can he do the job that they want him to do? Um, they landed a Robbie Anderson a couple of years. I mean, he's a good wide receiver. They're putting pieces together. That defense plays well. They're building. I just still think that they're young. Mm. Um, it's gonna take some time, but I, I I got so I got Carolina fourth. Believe it or not, and this one was I went back and forth to the next two with, the, with, with between three and two, but I got the uh, New Orleans Saints at number two, and I know you're gonna take them crazy, but um, Drew Brees leaving, James Winston stepping in to be named the starter. I believe James. I want him to do great things. I just still think it's gonna be a little bit of a line. It's something something different about that whole dynamic. And then them being a little bit older on defense. Um, I don't know why. I think the Falcons with the draft of the pits, um, I think that Matt Ryan has a better gear. I think he gets closer to the Matt Ryan that got them to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. So mm-hmm. I got the Falcons uh in second place. And then Never has it happened before where you bring back all 22 starters from a Super Bowl championship team. It hadn't happened. So when that happens, the only team I can pick to finish number one is Tampa Buccaneers. Now, that flag's a little bit smaller on this one. It was, you know, nowadays. You know what I'm saying? But Everything's bigger now. Everything's huge. Yeah, that whole flight attack, the whole helmet. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? If I had to get my Lee Corso on, <laughs> I'm going to get my Lee Corso on, I'm going to pick the Buccaneers helmet. And I just think that when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady that comes in and, and does what he what he does, and he's a, an ultimate pro, he finds a way to win, yeah. and he finds a way to make everyone around him better, they, um, he was able to get Bruce Arians to do something that most, you know, that Jameis Winston couldn't do. And, and look, we, I'm not a throw the ball down the field kind of quarterback. I, that's not my arm anymore. Let's let's do this. And everybody else bought into what he could do. Um, they use Ronald Jones well. They use Leonard Fournette well. They, and it got them to the place they needed to to win that championship. And like, granted, the defense played like gangbusters. Amazing, amazing defense. Bringing everyone else back. And then the first round draft pick from the University of Washington. Dude, he was killing people this preseason. Uh, yeah. I can't catch. I can't even say his name right right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy. I studied this stuff, and there's still something happened between then and now to where I'm just drawing blanks all day long. I'm still flustered from the internet not working good on my end, dude. It made me mad. I got everybody, anybody that's watching, y'all plugging in. Hey, we're going to be smooth hell now. It's all good. We're going to get it together. But hands down, Buccaneers yeah. with the division. Not so fast, my friend. That's my other lead course on there. But actually, look, Tampa Bay is going to win. They're the champs. Until you knock them off, even though you got a 44-year-old, 
Is Gronk playing this year? Gronk's coming back? It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Back, so. uh, and you know, OJ Howard got hurt last year. He's back. That, I mean, the wide receiver core. Yeah, just think about the tight ends and receivers we have, dude. It's, a, it's not even fair, man. Honestly. It's really not. It's really not. And they're taking pay cuts to stay. That's how crazy this is. Right. So when you have receivers taking pay cuts to stay, oh, okay. So there's one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now we're talking about four to two. Okay. And I actually, I actually think the Falcons are number four. Okay. Um, I, you lose your defensive guy in Matt Quinn, and he brings basically the whole defensive staff from Atlanta to Dallas. Right. Thank you. But <laughs> hey, we needed it. We needed right. it. But the problem that I'm having, though, is that when you lose Julio Jones and you still have an unproven commodity in the receiver, because, look, I, I'm not saying that the brother that they got, hey, great, fantastic. But let's see what you look like. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what you look like against pro players. Let's see what you look like against a safety that's going to come down and hit you. Let's see what you look like when you got to cross that middle and you got a, a backer that's staring at you that's ready to take that head off. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's – and you can't outrun everybody. And that's the thing that really gets me, especially like, you know, running quarterbacks or mobile quarterbacks or, or even some of the players. Yeah, you can outrun them in your league back when you were playing power five ball. But now guess what? All these guys run fast. All these guys hit hard. So let's just, you know, I, I just can't trust them on that. So okay. Falcons for me, they're number four. Once they lost that Super Bowl, they haven't been the same. And right. it's like they've lost their mojo. I don't know what's going on, but they just they've just lost their mojo. Uh, it's hard for me on this one because I actually like Matt Rule. I think he's a great coach. Saw what he did at Big 12 um, with Baylor, and it was like, whoa. I mean, and they came off of just – it was bad. It was really, really bad down here yeah. after mm-hmm. the whole scandal and everything. So, yeah. Oh, man. So after that and what he was able to do and generate here, and he's starting to do that in Carolina, and he's one of those guys, one of those coaches that, hey, you believe in me, I believe in you. Um I need to see what's going on with Sam Donald, though. But I think with Matt Rule and, and Hardy, I think they have a good situation there. So I put them at three reluctantly because Sean Payton is Sean Payton, you know. But you still got, your, you know, the original 30 for 30 guy, right? So Jameis, I, I, I want to believe in him, but his decision-making has to be better. He can make the throw down the field. But Kenny, does he know which throw to make, when to make it? So that's the thing that I'm, I'm, I put him into only because of Sean Payton, only right. because of Sean Payton. But their receiver, um, oh my God, um, no, my was it Johnson, right? For uh, Thomas? No, for the uh, for the Saints. Yeah, in it, in it, Michael Thomas, Michael yeah. Thomas, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So his injury that he's just now getting repaired, you know, like a couple of weeks ago that he should have got repaired at the end of the season. People telling him don't do it, let it heal. And now he's saying, that's what they're saying. They're saying, no, we told him to go ahead and do it. There's something there. 
So he's going to be out for a minute. So there's your number one receiver that's going to be out. Kamara's going to be have to be the everyman, which can he do it? I don't know. But, you know, I put him at two, but it's it's reluctant. I think Carolina can definitely jump, um, you know, jump over them just depending on how the first three or four games go. Okay. It's going to be up to that. That's – I mean, I give you respect on that. I still – for some reason, I don't know why, man. I think Atlanta gonna sneak gonna, gonna sneak around in there and be better. I, and I might be crazy because they haven't had pass rush since they went to the Super Bowl. But I still think they gonna gonna gonna, gonna drag them out. So, like, took they soul. Yeah, well, you give a twenty three point lead, your soul should be good. Shoot. Hey, well, hey, man. This is this has been fun. And we're we still not all the way done yet. I know we've been on here a minute, and we, we got to roll in a second. But we got the division stuff out the way. Yeah, we got a couple more things that I want to talk about real quick, get your opinion on yeah. before we get out of here and kind of just see where you stand with this and what your take yeah. on this is. Uh, late last, early last week, the uh, New England Patriots decided to go ahead and release Cam Jones, Cam Jones, Cam Newton, mm-hmm. and name Mac Jones their starter. Yeah. How do you feel about this decision, and where can you see Cam Newton landing this NFL season? So, when they drafted Mac Jones, as a fan, I'm saying the fix is in. Yeah. Matter of time. This season is it for Cam. They tried Cam through the Lane Kiffin system last year. And, you know, he has his own mindset and the own way he wants to do things. Right. And in my opinion, he never was really coached to be that that style of player, that style of quarterback. Okay. And so when they drafted Mac Jones, Fix was in. It's over for Cam. It's just a matter of time. They're, we already knew he was grooming. Hopefully, was thinking maybe end of the season, but knew the fix was in. All right. You know, there's a bunch of controversy about well, he, his status with you know uh, getting vaccinated and da 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 and this that and the other. And so I think that actually plays a part into it because here's the thing that Belichick wants: he needs to know you're going to be there every single day, and if you're not going to be there every single day. Guess what? I'll go get someone else. It's and he has shown that time and time again, especially on the defensive side of the ball. We're like, who is this? Who is Mike Vrabel? Who who is this? Who's this down defense? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> who is this? Who is that? That's a guy that fits their system. That's going to do exactly what he wants, how he wants it, and they win. And that's the Belichick way. Was like, I'm tired of it. I don't want it anymore. I'm gonna relax and have fun. So he went to Tampa. Gotcha. But with Cam, I think it was just the fact that he wanted to do things his way. He was fighting the system, I think, a little bit. So the fix was in. So do you think not to cut you off, man, but you think because of he had COVID last year during the season, missed some games. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think that he really um was that guy's like, well, I'm not getting the vaccine. No, I don't know his vaccination status. I've right. heard that he has not received the vaccine. And then I heard that, well, since he wouldn't get it, that he got 
he got um got released. And it's it's messed up, but at the same time, like I said earlier, the NFL and we're gonna talk a little bit about COVID as well, but the NFL is a moneymaker. Any and everything you do, the league wants done is to make sure that their bottom line is not affected. That's why they put in the protocols that they did as far as like a certain percentage rate mm-hmm. of uh, vaccinations. If so many people are vaccinated yep. on a team that it won't cost you. If there's less than your, your you know, that certain percent, it can cost you a forfeit. Once you cost uh, once you forfeit, that's gonna cost you money. Um it's 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 a it's 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 a fix. But at the same time I understand it because it's a bottom line. And it's just my 100% opinion is if me getting the vaccine is going to help the situation of my team not have to forfeit games and everyone's going to be able to get their money, their bread that week, I'm getting the shot. That's just me personally. Let's go. Um, do I think it's a little bit selfish for some of those guys to talk about, well, it's not within my beliefs. There's a lot of different things that goes on in the NFL that's against your beliefs, but you do it. So now – when it comes to the shot, this is what you want to choose to take a stand on. Um, yeah. You know, I really, I really don't know the whole situation, uh, right. all everything that's going into it. But I know different, different people that I've talked to is that Cam got in better shape. He came in better shape this year. Mm-hmm. He was been more disciplined. He's been ready to get things done, and he he's done everything that they asked him to do, except get vaccinated the next thing you know he's cut um is it a blessing in disguise i don't know because at the end of the day you know it's just like if i know somebody's racist mm-hmm. i know you're racist i ain't got to deal with you but don't 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 try to sell me on you not being a racist but behind my back you're saying racist things i already said to my face and i know not to fool with you you know what i'm saying yeah. so the thing is if you know you really didn't want to fool with ken why offer him the, the deal to come back when you knew you had your mind on Mac Jones going, or, or a quarterback going into this draft. I feel like they should have just let me go beforehand. Now, that being said, um, I started trying to put my wrap my mind around what NFL team mm. should Cam Newton go to now that he's looking for a job. Mm. And not that he just has a pick. The team has to want him as well. True. Um, first thing, team that came to my mind was the Washington football team to be reunited with Ron Rivera. But then at the same time, the Redskins have a high vaccination rate because their head coach has cancer. Mm-hmm. He's fighting it. So he has a compromised immune system. Are you willing to get that get that vaccine to make sure you're good around your coach? Are you? Aren't you? Is it going to work out? So now maybe the Washington football team doesn't fit as well as I originally thought it would. Right. Although, you know, that's the that's naturally that was the first thing that came to my mind. Sure. Second, you might think I'm crazy. Pittsburgh Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger's about done. Hmm. I, I got me and me and a buddy were talking today, and he said, "Yeah, you know about they need to go on draft the quarterback next year, and then Ben to getting ready the year after that." I said, "Ben don't have two years left, not in my mind. Nope. Not to not to be an effective quarterback. No. I think Ben Roethlisberger is on his last leg and out the door." Literally, Dwayne Haskins likes to kick it and go to the strip club. He let he let throw dollars in the air. <laughs> I don't know how focused he is on being an NFL quarterback. He wants the NFL limelight without putting in the NFL work. And there's a lot of dudes like that that don't last a long time. Mm-hmm. Could you see Cam Newton 
ended up in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform to replace Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. I got See, another team too, but I want to hear what you think on that one right he, there, man. Here's the thing. Cam wants to start. And I, and I say the fix was in, but I think Cam saw, okay, and this is what I also think. I think that they saw, hey, you know what? This Mac Jones kid is better than what we expected. Okay. You know what? He can start. Got it. It may not, right now may not be the ideal time, okay. but he eventually will start. So Got let's it. just go ahead. Let's get it. Um, yeah, you know, with Ben, and I say that to say, Cam wants to start. He wants to play now. He doesn't want to be a backup. He doesn't want to lead up or be a bridge, which I really think he would be that in Pittsburgh, even if it was Ben is there for a year, retires, he's there for a year. They're going to draft a quarterback that next year. Mm -hmm. He's really just a bridge. If there's anywhere he wants to go, he wants to start. So that kind of puts out there what are the teams that are still in need of a quarterback that didn't draft or didn't bring anyone in. And, uh, yeah, that's to me that's – Pittsburgh, I don't think Pittsburgh's ideal because I think Ben still – he wants to be carried off the field. You know, he's not Broadway. He not Johnny United in Broadway, Joe. Hey, he wants to be carried off the field. He he wants to leave it all right there. I feel where you're coming from on that. I, I can't I can't argue that. Um, do you think the Detroit Lions make a play realizing that Jerry Garvin just isn't that guy? I don't I don't think he's that NFL guy that everybody thought he was. I don't think they do. I think they want to try and develop golf and put some weapons around him before they do that. Okay. Uh, because of the years on his contract and in his youth. So I think they'll try and really try to develop him more than because Cam is Cam. Let's let's Cam is Cam. Cam is what Cam is. You know, and so uh I watched him in preseason really to kind of see, okay, what kind of throws is he making, watching his eyes, watching his, you know, follow through. Uh-huh. And it was really I won't say robotic, but it was definitely like, okay, he was he was throwing by steps. Hmm. Hmm. And it wasn't like, you know, Cam is that kind, he just slings it. It's zip, right. zip. The touch on it, here, there, whatever. But yeah, I didn't see that from him. So I, I don't know if if that's where he's gonna be able to land. I thought Rivera, but then I said, you know what, Rivera has seen him at his best and his worst. And his worst was the Super Bowl. And his best was in that same season, you know, where they're like 13 and three. So it's like, yeah, does he want to go through that again? Do you think Cam Newton is still worthy of getting a chance to play in the NFL? Play, yes, as a backup. So you think there's 32 quarterbacks in the NFL better than Cameron Newton right now? Really? Wow. No. <laughs> but, um, but if he had any well, I say it like this. If there was any okay. team that he could go to and play right now, I would have to say it's either Denver, 
I, that's, or, I, that, 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 uh, who's the yeah. second one? Or quite possibly Houston. So oh. Houston, does, does that mean that Deshaun Watson will get his his wish granted to be traded if Cameron Newton, if Cam Newton was aboard to be bought in Houston? Traded or cut. If the situation doesn't roll right for, and I don't think I just don't see a good situation ending here for Deshaun in Houston. I hope he, you know, gets a release or gets whatever he needs and goes somewhere else and can yeah. start over again and, and do something. But at this point, I just don't see I don't see a good amicable uh breakup there. So you can bring in Cam. Um he can be there for two or three years until they kind of figure out what they want to do on offense and then can move that way and then drafts. But yeah, I just I think Houston or Denver would be a good fit for him as far as what he would want to start. But I it's I I'm looking around the league and most of them are either first year or second year players that they've put money into, put time into. And so for him to go there to start, I, I just don't see it. I feel you. And I'm looking around, I'm trying to go through all my list of mm-hmm. teams and quarterbacks, and I'm just like they squared away. They squared away. <laughs> but here's one that also crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders. And I thought about that. And the reason I, I say that is it was rumored that uh, John Gruden was ready to, to, to work out a deal for Derek Carr and let him go. Um, Mm-hmm. They had different rumors of who they would bring in, and I know they had Marcus Mariota as a backup mm-hmm. um, to get a vibe. I mean, because this is where I look at it: this Cam Newton was a league MVP. Do you really just write him off and throw him, you know, ball him up and throw him away off of a decent? I mean, the season he had last year, the preseason he had this year. Um, I think there's teams that could use him. Hell, you, do we just talk about the Colts and? Mm-hmm. It's been injury prone. Yeah, take a chance right there. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you, your point of being a backup is probably more realistic than my point of wanting to see him start again. But there's something about Cam Newton where I want to see him get a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, he's still that guy that got Carolina Panthers to a Super Bowl, went yeah. in the three in the season, and was a league MVP. Something about that, I still want to see that for some reason. But I think New England was that chance for him. And so uh, I but think he made some real New England. That's the same New England team Tom Brady left for a reason. Because they True. did nothing to make their quarterback better. Brady, Brady in New England last year looks like, oh, my God. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. But to me, Tom Brady, that won the Super Bowl, yeah, you put that same Tom Brady with that Tim with that uh, New England Patriot roster, and it looks like we're watching the movie The Replacements again. I don't. I, I mean, I really don't. That team had nothing going for it last year, so I don't. Damn. I mean, I don't think that, no. that was a legit chance no. to really do what he could do with that team he had. But I think it all. Also plays back into you know you you're in this system. Tom didn't have a lot, a lot of times, and so yeah. if 
you know, it's one of those things where you you have, and this is where I look at the RG3s and I look at, um, you know, those types of players, those mobile type of players where they're like, look, we don't need you to be as mobile. We want you to throw, 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 throw. And you're a throwing, you're a quarterback, so throw. Don't use your legs as much. You know, it was, it's kind of the opposite of Lamar, but now they're wanting Lamar to do it a little bit more. Whereas, mm-hmm. I want you to be this version of yourself. But that's not what I am. And so, you know, I think all the hits that Cam has been taking over the years, you know, he has been out um, for like a season before. And now he's the injuries are starting to pile up. Um, I just think at this point, you know, there's going to be few and far between teams that he can go to. Yeah, I thought of Vegas. Um only because of how Gruden feels about Carr, but mm-hmm. you, know, you know, and it's it's one of those things like it's a love hate relationship. Like I love you today and I hate you tomorrow, you know. So I don't I don't know. I like Derek Carr. I think he's I think he's a decent quarterback, but you know, Gruden is gonna do what Gruden wants to do. Ten years contract. So man, I. Don't even get me started on that whole topic right there. I don't even want to talk about that. That's a whole nother show, dog. I just ten years at ten mil. What you gonna do? So there you go. He runs the show. If I say white privilege, somebody might get mad at me. <laughs> a lot of people exist everywhere. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. For real. Yeah. It is what it happened. Um yeah. You know, for the for the, the show, the 100 report, man, I was going to kind of talk about the, the COVID vaccine, but we talked about that enough. And just to give the view, you know, guys, uh, I do this thing called the 100 report. I want to, I find something that's a touchy subject that's going on around the, around sports in general or even in life. Um, the last 100 report I did was about Naomi Osaka and mental health. Just kind of give you guys an idea. Um, you know, we always preach a mental toughness, but very rarely do we preach mental health. And I know as a coach, I've been guilty of that myself. And as a player, um, it's one of those things to where I figured out a way to deal with things. And today's youth are a little bit different. And so sometimes, anyway. So um, that's something that we normally gonna have on the show. We're not gonna have that tonight. We're going a little bit longer than we said we were gonna go. Talking about these divisions, getting warmed up, wrapped up, getting ready to kick this season off. It's football, man. It's football. Season. We kick off this Thursday night. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Life is coming back. The Dallas Cowboys. Raymond James Stadium. Jay, I got to ask you. We we may not win a division, but we win it Thursday because guess who's bowl bound? How about them Cowboys? Man, you just said y'all the second best team in your division. Yeah, you really think y'all gonna be the world champions? Fanat- Look, I'm a fanatic. I'm a fan. I mean, and a fanatic. Hey, but sometimes I'm gonna need you to think with your head and not with your heart. You know what I'm saying? But hey, you know what? This this is the kind of game that scares me, and I hate kicking the season off with a team like the Cowboys that has nothing to lose and everything to prove, and the fact that Dak is playing for something. Um. I believe that mm-hmm. Ewok uh, Elliot is playing for something. Mm-hmm. That 
it's, it's a tough game to start the season out with because you're riding a high. Um, you just got passed out the reins. They got a little 3D image of a stadium built down the side of it. If you screw the diamonds off, it's kind of amazing. But <laughs> at, the same, at the same time, Man. you have to play the game. You know what I'm saying? Like we say, games aren't won on paper. We just say whatever we want to say. Yep. Game has to be played. And we have to go out and get a victory. And I think it's going to be a tougher game than what a lot of people think. You got a lot to Dallas has I've, a I've heard a lot of people saying that they didn't think that Dallas had a chance. But like I said, this is this is a team that – if we played them week five, week four, but, yeah, we will beat the snot out of the Cowboys. Playing them week one, I don't yeah. like it. I really don't. I'm just – we, we're going to win, but I don't like playing y'all week one. That's just what it is. You know, hey, right. you rip your little shirt open. And this one's gonna come out your chest. <laughs> hey, that's gonna come out your chest right there. That's I brought the Cowboys. That's, hey, you know what? It's big game, James. It's been real. I appreciate it, man. I love it. Can't wait to go for the next one. Go pound for pound and round for round. Yo, it has been lovely, my sir. I really appreciate it. I mean, thank you for, for, for being a part of everything, helping me get everything set up, man. I, I appreciate it. Much love to you. And next week, we get a chance to talk about week one of review. We'll know next week at this time what happened between our two teams, uh, what happened with those early games, and get ready for, you know, that, 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 that nightcap of a game, uh, that Sunday night game, and get everything going. But uh, for my boy Jay Stiles, I'm Big Game James. This is Big Game Sports Buzz. But thank you all for tuning in. Um, you can always follow us on Twitter at BG at Big Game Sports Buzz, Instagram BG Sports Buzz, and on Facebook Big Game Sports Buzz. Hey, it's your man Big Game James, and if anything you're gonna do in life, don't just do it, do it big. <laughs>